Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, is Pokemon as bad as Sniper Wolf? So with the drama around Sniper Wolf getting away with stuff and, and YouTube not saying anything about her being a pretty garbage person, Wavy Web Surf tweets this out. My platform lets me get away with anything starter pack. And he has a picture of Sniper Wolf and Pokemon. It was just such a weird tweet when I saw it. I was like, right, I get it. So like, they're both women and they've got away with stuff. Cool. And then I moved on with my day. Not thinking anything of it, it's just like, it was it's just making a, a joke or an edgy thing or whatever. But Pokemon surprisingly responded to this. I'm vehemently against doxing, especially as someone who has been doxxed, swatted, and stalked for years. This comparison is unnecessary, and I don't want to be a part of your women can get away with anything agenda. I sincerely hope that YouTube helps Jack. I looked at this response and I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, the comparison was entirely unnecessary. It's not like Pokemon has done anything in recent memory. The last thing she did, to my knowledge, was watch Avatar on her Twitch stream and Twitch did ban her for two days when she got a DMCA for doing that. I mean, YouTube, to my knowledge, has never banned Snapwolf and Twitch has at least banned Pokemon, but it's just like, Pokemon is not in the public consciousness for doing anything right now. And it just seems so completely out of left field that Wavy's just like, hey, Snapwolf is like Pokemon, that other female streamer that we don't like. I was like, all right. I thought this was a perfectly reasonable response because the only way that Wavy's statement makes sense is if he's commenting on that on both YouTube and Twitch, women get away with stuff. But this, according to Wavy, was not his intention. And so Wavy responds to Pokemon, my tweet had nothing to do with you being a woman. I read this, I'm like, who are you kidding? He continues, let me make that clear. The point was both you and Snipewolf are faces of your respective platforms. And because of your large influence and internal connections with these platforms, you get special treatment others wouldn't. But but like just recently, Speed was unbanned despite making like rape threats and or jokes. Like j just recently, like a couple of days ago, Aiden Ross or whatever was like bragging about like abusing DMCA to fuck over other people on YouTube and stuff. Like there, there are so many creators in existence who have done horrendous shit and gotten away with it. Like like it's just endless amounts of them. And like there's like in the top echelons of, of Twitch or even live streaming, there are very, very few women. In the top 100 on Twitch, I don't think there's a single woman. And he's saying like, in no way, shape or form was his choice of who to put next to Snapwolf in any way related to Pokemon also being a woman. Like, are you are you serious? Who, who is going to believe that? It'd be different if Pokemon had recently done something where she got away with something, but she didn't. I wasn't gonna say anything, but it just seems such a hugely amazing bit of bullshit. So I said, you can't really expect people to believe your original tweet wasn't Snap Wolf reminds me of another female creator who gets away with stuff. Can you list other potential options you considered along with Pokemon? There are only one or two female streamers in the top 100. This was actually a few years ago, there's one or two. I don't think there's a single one right now. Is Iron Mouse still in the top 100, maybe? Like, as you guys know, I, I have no love for Pokemon. She was one of the creators I disparaged in my original essay against reaction content, but this is just a staggering claim by Wavy. So Willie says here, speaking of Wavy's original post, it reads plainly enough, just easier to paint you as bad faith and a misogynist so she doesn't have to reflect on her own BS. She hasn't done anything recently. Well, reflect on what BS? Everything that Pokemon has done that was bad or potentially bad, some of it's a bit muddy or, or murky or gray, whatever, was years ago. That's why I say to this, but what relevance did Pokey have to the Snipe Wolf drama except that they are both women? What grander point was Wavy attempting to make? The starter pack meme is items and characteristics one needs to be in a group. The meme doesn't make sense if it isn't about there being women. Like again, read this again. My platform lets me get away with anything starter pack. So what do these two people have that you need to, to start your pack of being able to get away with stuff? 
Like the meme only makes sense if it's about women get away, getting away with shit. Like I thought he was just being like, I, I disregard the text when I read it originally. I, I, I just thought he was like, hey, Snipe Wolf reminds me of Pokemon and that Pokemon also gets away with shit. But there's no way in hell the reason Pokemon popped into his head wasn't because she's also a female creator. Such utter bullshit. I got nothing against Wavy, but that is just the, the most bold-faced lie I've ever heard someone present, <laughs> at, least, at least in recent memory. I think you're reading a lot further into, into this than Wavy ever did. Yeah, I agree. I thought his original point was Snipe Wolf reminds me of Pokemon, and he gave it, didn't give him more thought than that. And I thought his response to Pokemon would have just been, look, it was just a joke. But his claim that the reason why he picked Pokemon wasn't because she's a woman is just insane. Like, I think his defense should have been like, I wasn't trying to make a grand statement about women in general, but more just drawing parallels between you and Sniper. But there's an obvious reason why he picked her, and it was because she was a woman. Twitch introduces stories feature. So Twitch is implementing another feature taken from a website as they seem to be doing a lot these days. But then again, all social medias take stuff from each other. So it's not really a new thing. Twitch has announced they're releasing stories. So they say here, we're rolling out stories on Twitch to help you stay connected with your community. Update the Twitch app to see stories on the following page. Stories last 48 hours. Eligible streamers will get access to create stories throughout the week. Who is eligible? Read more. Even if this is only on mobile, I think this is a fine feature for them to roll out. And I think of all the websites that have stories or have had stories in the case of YouTube as they've just removed them. It makes the most sense for Twitch because if I want to make like a post to my followers on YouTube, I do like a community post or something and I can expect maybe they'll see that. I can on, in a video say, hey, this is an announcement or whatever. And I can expect that a lot of my viewers would uh, see it to some degree. But on Twitch, if you do an announcement at like the beginning of your stream, over the course of your stream, like people aren't necessarily going to see the beginning of the stream. You have no easy way to communicate just to your Twitch audience and give them information. It's why all Twitch streamers have, you know, Twitter and Discord and stuff to communicate that stuff. Uh, but it would be better if you just had it on Twitch. And so you could do announcements and people have a chance to see them. I don't think it's going to be a good thing for discoverability necessarily, because why would you put a lot of effort into a story that's going to last 48 hours and then disappear? But I do think it's a fine feature, as long as it's not taking up a lot of screen real estate that could be used for something else. Obviously, you can only have so many features on the website before it gets too cluttered and no one knows what's going on. And uh, I just see this as a good change. I don't see it as being particularly innovative, because obviously they are just taking it from another website. But I mean, who, who did stories first? I think Snapchat, and then it was copied by everyone else. So Twitch, once more late to the party. You're just tired of short form content taking front and center everywhere? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that to an extent. I'm not a person most interested in shorts and mobile content and all that stuff. I do watch a little bit of it, but I am much, much prefer long form. I mean, long form has been dominant for so long and I, I just hope it you know, stays around. I, it's hard to imagine a world where everything is just mobile content, but you know, hope not. GT5's voice actor saw my video and forgot me instantly. So as you guys likely know, I released a video about some lore related to Michael, answering everyone's questions about some minor details, some, well, some major and minor details that people missed while playing through the game. Because obviously, a lot of people just barely pay attention to the cutscenes and just play through the game, mainly enjoying the gameplay. And certainly, not a lot of people have spent the time to make the connections that are often necessary for minor details. And obviously there's a lot of side stuff, like uh, character hangouts and stuff that can only be done at certain points in the game that you can miss entirely. The video has done really well. It's my best performing video in quite some time. After six days, it has 500,000 views. I'm sure by the time this comes out in Rambles, it'll have even more. But why am I mentioning this? Well, Ned Luke himself, confirmed to be Ned Luke, commented on the video. 
He says, Jesus, I finally understand myself. All that time wasted on Friedlander. Impressive amount of effort into this video, kid. Awesome job. Five stars. I like that he ends his messages in five stars every time. I, sh I need my own little sign off like that. It's cool. Tour praise and... I appreciate the compliment, as I did everyone else's compliments as well. As with any voice actor for any character in any video game, the degree to which a voice actor understands the character that they portrayed varies considerably from voice actor to voice actor, right? Some voice actors get super into the character, super into the lore, perhaps already being familiar with the material that the game was based off, and others just go in and read their lines. You don't need to understand the intricacies of the character necessarily to give a good performance. And so it's it's up in the air how much Ned Luke understood about Michael, considering that he likely just played through the game casually like everyone else, and so may himself have missed minor details. Like it would suck as a voice actor, if, especially if you don't have the knowledge that fans may expect you to be super into the lore and stuff. And so I, I hope Ned Luke got something out of the video and that maybe he can better answer fans' questions and stuff. Because like I would find that awkward, right? <laughs> if uh, I portrayed a character and someone's like, um, in chapter 43 in, 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 in this section that these four characters were together and why did this happen and you wouldn't be able to answer the question you know <laughs> like i'm sure that happens to a lot of uh people involved in fandoms right it reminds me of that scene from um the simpsons where xena portrayed by lucy lawless or whatever a nerd pops up and it's like um in in this scene you were riding uh, a winged something and the next scene you weren't what happened there and she's like um well whenever you notice something like that a wizard did it, did it, and he's like, oh, okay. Harrison Ford in Star Wars? Yeah, he, he does not give two shits about Star Wars. So, something interesting happened. Shocker. So Ned Luke is doing a 10-year anniversary of GTA 5 playthrough of GTA 5, and during his live stream of his playthrough, a funny clip occurred that involves yours truly. Can you shout out Dark Viper AU? Who the fuck is Dark Viper AU? <laughs> That's it, that's the entire clip. <laughs> Obviously pretty funny. And I said on Twitter here, this clip of Ned Luke, Michael's voice actor, playing GT5 is hilarious, and I am in no way offended by his response. He did watch and comment on my recent Michael Law video and has replied to a tweet of mine, but even I don't remember the name of every channel I interact with and social media is my job. Imagine trying to remember something like Light Badger NZ that you glanced at once. It would never happen, right? He could also just be playing it up for the joke, right? Maybe he does know me, because I know at least on TikTok, someone else asked him to like collab with me. And in the same way, he's like, who the fuck is Dark Viper AU? Like, I'm sure he's heard my name around places at this point. So he's either playing up as a joke or he doesn't remember. Either way, I'm fine with it. One response I got though, that I've heard a few times is when I refer to Ned Luke as a voice actor, people don't like that. I think I've talked about it before in Rambles. But I said here on Twitter, in response to that, I've been criticized for saying voice actors to refer to those who gave life to the characters of GTA 5, given that their work involved far more than speaking lines into a microphone. Voice acting to me is just any role where you use an avatar. As in this is to distinguish it between that sort of acting and the real life acting in front of a camera. As this understanding isn't universal, I'll try and remember to change. I don't mean to belittle the role. I just took things like motion capture to be a part of the job of a voice actor, and didn't see the distinction as somehow suggesting it was lesser to traditional acting. GTAman says down here, Ned Luke and Sean Fontino, Franklin's voice actor, have even said they don't mind being called voice actors, but yeah, generally motion capture should be seen as capturing the performance IMO. So I might still use voice actor, I'm not sure, because voice actor just feels right to me. But obviously they do more than just speaking lines. So apparently, Ned Luke mentioned me in the part three of his 10 year anniversary playthrough of GTA 5. You know, 
more power to him. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, take anything away from him. He's, you know, him or the other guys. You know, there's a bunch of those guys. You know, there's this guy, uh, what's his name? Something like Piper Big UPA oh, yeah. or whatever he is. You know, he's, he's, you know, he's a funny guy. He does the, the playthrough and screams, you know, he's never in, in never in. <laughs> Uh, protective custody or witness protection, you know, and everything, and you know, whatever. I get a thousand questions. Michael in witness protection. Is he in witness protection? This guy wants to know. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Whatever. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I don't pay a lot of attention to those guys. You know, one time, you know, and people this. Oh, Dark Viper eight. You question mark? Yes, yes, Caleb. That's the guy. That's Dark the guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, and he's funny. He's a good dude. I guess he's a speed player or something like that. But yeah, he's all right. Yeah. That's me. I'm a speed player. That's pretty cool. As I always say, Ned Luke seems like a nice guy. I like that he takes an interest in GTA 5 and the community to what degree he does. Like, I don't even watch most GTA 5 content creators, especially because I'm, you know, I play it. And I guess Ned Luke, man, he lived it. So he has no reason to watch as well. But uh, it's nice to uh, get acknowledged uh, by Ned Luke. And uh, I hope he's enjoying his playthrough of uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 again. That's me, a speed drum player. I made some annoying mistakes on my first GTA 5 lore video. Everyone is going to make mistakes in videos sometimes, chat, that is just life, but I haven't made one in ages. Like, I'm very careful with my stuff. I have made errors before, but I don't make them very often, especially related to GTA 5. It's funny because I start the video like this. People sometimes make mistakes. Not me or you, of course, but like other people. So of course I'm making a joke there. But it's like, it's just funny that I started with that joke and then the video has mistakes. So this one, for example, originally we were meant to be stealing combat armor. Perhaps this is the combat armor that we later used in the Polito score. In the release version, we're just assumed to have purchased this armor from somewhere, which doesn't make a lot of sense. So in the release version, it isn't that you purchased the armor for the Polito score. It's that we're, we're assumed to have gotten it from the military hardware truck. Because I was working with the footage showing where the armor originally came from in cut content, in my mind, that's the only place it would have been. So cl clearly the military truck was originally just meant to be for the weapons, but because they cut the part where you got the armor from the game, as we, we as players in the release version would just assume, oh, both the armor and the weapons were in that truck. But I forgot about that. And I mentioned that like twice, which is super annoying. Another thing was this. You can actually find him down there waiting. But the rest of the crew makes no attempt to move in the direction of the boat during the heist so, itself. So, 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 I'll just explain. So on Pluto score, Franklin goes down here and waits in a boat. And I commented that in the actual heist, they make no attempt to go to Franklin in the boat. And that's stupid like this is clearly some issue with cut content but people point out like oh but in the game it does explain that oh there's police around and that's why franklin abandons the boat because he can't stay in it now that is an explanation why franklin leaves the boat and the guys don't come down to the boat but it's still stupid because they plans to fight the police to make them aggravated to have them around obviously the police were going to be around to the degree that they were going to be pursued in this boat H how did they expect to fight off the police so thoroughly that they wouldn't be resistance when they were getting in the boat it doesn't make any sense and people were like oh well, i guess it could make sense that they have the boat because this isn't like a military boat or whatever it's just some cheapo boat that they stole from uh, from somewhere around this is not a cheap boat this is an expensive boat like wh what you think they were going to take like a dinghy for some from some random person in this outback area for, for their getaway on their heist. What, what if it breaks down two feet 
as, as they start. That's insane. Of course, they would have an actual boat for a multi-million dollar heist. But where did they get this boat? And obviously, this boat could have been used for the monkey business heist, considering they use it to drive, like, what, two feet up the up the way. So none of this is in the video now. I cut our small part here, 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 and here, totaling about a minute or something. Maybe they didn't expect any tanks military. They just assumed it's the local police that will respond to the robbery as they test in the mission beforehand. And they check the arrival of police. Maybe the armor and guns were just there for precaution. Even if they didn't expect the military, obviously the cops is what caused Franklin to leave, right? Franklin was already at the bulldozer when they saw the tanks. And they expected a much heightened response because they knew it was a corrupt area. Long story short, cut out a bunch of stuff and I'm really de depressed, like super fucking depressed. One of my best performing videos in a while, a video that I put a lot of work into, a video that well put a lot of work into, and it was soured by those errors. My Twitch chat has some brand new emos. So, got some new emos chat, all these. And so, we have to decide which of these um, are gonna become emotes on the channel. And I think doing a vote will take way too long. So it's gonna be me, like, slaughtering my current emotes. So, get rid of all the weak tier ones. Wes, Dislike, Gold, Prime, Space, Strong. This is over the last 60 days, that's right, okay. So all these are going. I'm gonna get rid of everyone that's on this side page here. Because you got 60 emotes to Yeah, so got 16 seems good. Burn is used a lot, considering it's 50k bits. Some pumping up his numbers, so it doesn't get rid doesn't remove. Okay, some of these are pretty good. We're probably gonna add some of them back, but we'll see. Okay, got 29 slots now. What's better, easy or cool? Cool looks more chill. Easy is more like, you know, A. I think cool is more visual. I like the, sh the way his shoulder looks. Yeah, we'll keep easy. Do we want FIB or, or do we want police? Police is one of like, the oldest emos. FIB is probably more appropriate, because you can't have both police and FIB. Police is not that much more used. Police is classic, it's like one of the first emos ever made. I've still got six more slots. And I don't I don't like this. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like this. This is, this is blinds we're no longer using. I think that was my sister's favorite emote though. I should probably add that back. I think it's pretty sure that's my sister's favorite emote. Rage is still an emote that definitely should be improved. <laughs> uh... PC was good. I can't believe we removed it. I use that all the time. I'm, I'm gonna add it because I like it. Senator, enjoy the new emotes, guys. Making this thumbnail was quite a headache. I like this comment here. Phenomenal video as always, but I mostly wanted to comment for the sake of the thumbnail. It is amazing, it's extremely high quality, and it has a very lovely style. I hope we get to see more of such thumbnails. I also love how it implies that Davey is a protagonist. So I like how this thumbnail turned out as well. So this is for the video with all the cut content in it and old submissions and whatnot. And when I made it, I thought to myself, shit, I have no idea what I want to make as a thumbnail for this video. I'm somewhat screwed because I can't just have like one random scene in the game and replace the characters because it wouldn't be identifiable enough. So I thought to myself, what's something that can like stand out and just be appealing? Like it, like pe people, uh, people's eyes will be drawn to it even if it doesn't fully communicate the underlying nature of the video. This does a little bit, but not that much. And so I suggested this to Mim, who does my thumbnails, and it turned out very well. I want to show you the original though. It's a little bit worse, eh? Because originally, Lester was included, but Lester's head is a lot more circular than everyone else's cylindrical. And so it looks really fucked up. And so I was like, ah, oh, maybe we should move Lester to another part, rather than being in the top. And this, so this is what it looked like. Just the bottom half of his face just like bulging out. And so I was like, ah, uh, how about we just don't use Lester and we use Davy, yeah, and we can have Davy's house be the observatory. <laughs> I wonder how many people noticed that. 
because you've got Michael's house for Michael, Franklin's house for Franklin, Trevor's house for Trevor, and the observatory for Dave. <laughs> so yeah, I thought I had a pretty good idea, and uh, Mim came through to uh, make a great one for me. This was meant to help me sleep, but it only made things worse. But this is basically it, right? It, it's a thing that goes around your mattress. It filters water through your bed from this little container. Having now done it for like a week or so, I can honestly say I do think it has improved my sleep. Basically, I'm happy with my purchase, even though the purchase was like 4,000 Australian dollars, I think. The thing I got on my bed, that water cooling thing, stopped working, if it ever really worked before. Like it promises that it can like measure your temperature while you're sleeping and regulate the temperatures so that it's a better temperature so you sleep well, you know? But only for the first week did it actually monitor my sleep correctly. After that, it's been wildly inaccurate. Like it'll, I'll sleep for eight hours, waking up once in between, and it will say I've slept for two hours. Uh, like the, the data is entirely off. So because it can't tell when I'm sleeping, it can't measure my vitals or whatever to regulate the temperature. But what I ultimately want is to be cool when I'm going to sleep and warm when I'm waking up or like in the middle of it, right? And because it can't tell when I'm sleeping, it can't do that for me. Instead, it just keeps it cold. So I'll be middle of the night and I'm like, I'm so, so, so fucking cold. And I'll wake up and I'll go, oh, it's this fucking bed again. And so I'll change it to hot and I'll go back to bed and I'll wake up and for some reason it'll be cold again. Like it, it will just change every time. And I, I'm having a conversation with these dudes. He's like, oh, well, we've we fucked the algorithm and uh, we'll, we'll give you three months of additional membership or something. And uh, that'll be fine. I'm like, well, how the fuck is that going to help me get to sleep? What are you talking about? I've got like a year membership or some shit. I was like, oh, we, we don't want you to leave. So here's even more membership. Like what assholes? So it's like a many thousands of dollar expensive piece of tech, and it's an interesting one, but it's just fundamentally failing at its purpose. I don't know if the one I have is broken or not, but it's not helping my sleep now. I do not have weighted blankets, and I will be getting them, but that's not what confuses it. It'd be a weird system if like the type of blanket you had made it not work now. I mean, other people have it work for them, so maybe it's just broken for me, or maybe as they say, they've just fucked their algorithm recently, but they say it's gonna be weeks until they fix it. But yeah, if you guys were gonna buy one based off my recommendation, do not recommend it anymore. This supplement has made me feel better than I've felt in several months. So previously, I talked about how I was going to be trying AG1. AG1 is like a powder that you put with some water and you shake it and then you drink it and it's meant to give you like whole body health kind of thing, like any nutrients or minerals or whatever that your body's missing. It's like, hey, we got you fam, here you go. It's not a meal replacement, it's not a meal substitute or whatever. It's just all the stuff that you're not getting if you're not eating a balanced diet, this is meant to give it to you. As a person who eats terribly, I looked at this and I'm like, oh, maybe this could work for me. I watched a review that was unsponsored and they were like, look, honestly, the thing I hate most about it is it makes me feel so much better than before I had it. And I know if I stopped having it, I wouldn't feel as good. And they were like, I'm a person who eats healthily and it's still making me feel better, which kind of makes me feel bad that I'm, I must not be eating as healthily as I could. The thing costs 99 bucks a month, so it's not in everyone's price range. But obviously considering how tired I felt all the time, these, especially these last couple of months, I've had issues with my health and stuff. I thought I'd try this. And honestly, I like it. I've been trying it for like eight days or something and I feel better. It's funny, even when I was sick, I felt better than I had in a while. I was feeling sick yet energetic, and so I was annoyed I was sick. It could certainly be placebo, where I just feel like mentally I've, I've psyched myself up and I've convinced myself because I'm drinking this thing, I'm meant to feel good, better. I don't know that yet, and I might find that out as I continue to use it, but right now I'm feeling good. Even though I woke up at 6 p.m., my sleeping pattern completely out of whack, I streamed, what, like seven hours today? Yes, yeah, so I'm happy I'm feeling better, and 
I'm gonna keep using it. Funny thing is, I saw some reports that some people didn't like the taste, but for me, it's the most inoffensive drink I've ever tasted. It almost doesn't have much of a taste. You know how like usually with health drinks, you're like, ho like hold your nose or like just get it down as fast as possible so you don't taste it. For me, it's like, I put it in my mouth, I'm like, this is a substance that exists. It is not a trial to drink it. It is a thing that doesn't taste amazing, but doesn't taste bad either. If I were to rate it on a scale of taste, where like zero is undrinkable and 10 is amazingly tasting, it'd be like a five. I could probably drink it offered to me in, in a club or something with some alcohol in. I'd be like, well, this is fine, you know? It's decent enough to down. And I don't have to do it all in one go. I can just, like, just sip it, you know, it's all good. It's not like thick or whatever. It's, they, they have really mastered this thing to uh, be palatable for as many people, you know? So like what, I mean, it's not like water because it does have some taste to it, but it's, it's like has a little bit of sweetness to it in a way. So yeah, hopefully this uh, trend of me feeling better continues and I can keep making good stuff for you now. What is it called? AG1. My pain tolerance is abnormally high. For the first time ever, they took blood from my hand. I was like, oh, this is probably gonna be worse. It was slightly worse. Because finding veins in my uh, middle of my arm is uh, tough. Like every single person just like, what, where, where, you where, you, where your veins on? I don't get it. I don't get it. You hate it? That's oh, not bad. It, it might just be me though. I shouldn't give, I shouldn't make statements like this. Because when I got my hair removed with lasers or whatever, the woman's like, uh, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're not, you're not, it's not bad for you. Like normally people are like taking breaks and stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. And I wasn't like bullshitting just to, to act tough or something. It wasn't that bad. And she's like, yeah, I, I think you have high pain tolerance. I'm like, why the fuck would, I, I didn't say that to her. I was like, why, why would I have high pain tolerance? Maybe like something with my physiology makes it so I don't feel pain as much on my skin or something. And so maybe like needles for other people are, are worse. I don't know. Stop. Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.